0: Tonight, yet another staggering heat wave striking fantasy football. Hot and, hot and, so hot and, So Oh so Hello everyone and welcome back to the Heat Wave 32 Teams in 32 days. Today we are finishing off the NFC North with the Chicago Bears. We are breaking down every single fantasy-relevant player on the Bears and on every single team in the NFL over the next 32 days or in the past 32 days, we've reached the halfway point. Uh, I am your host, the fantasy plug, Tim Petropolis, editor-in-chief of BrotoFantasy.com and the Fantasy Football by Broto app. I am joined by the king of this fantasy thing and lead fantasy analyst for Broto, Mr. Michael Petropolis. Uh, And and the genius of fantasy, the Broto lead data analyst and the developer of the Fantasy Football by Broto app, Mr. Santiago Casanova. Speaking of the app, download the Fantasy Football by Broto app for free today and Get every tool you need to become your own expert and dominate fantasy football. Every stat you hear from us today can be found on the app, where you can find player cards with every single stat you need, fantasy player grades, usage charts, player comps, uh, start sit tool, who to draft tool, podcast consistency charts, game logs, coaching tendencies, <laughs> articles, rankings, waivers, and advanced statistics, including through trove through, through. I said through throw value, true throw value. True target value, true performance value, adjusted air yards, and true matchup rankings. This app is free because of our patrons over at patreon.com/slash Fantasy. A big, big thank you to our patrons. Uh, you are the machine that keeps Broto pumping. Join now to support the show, the app, and join the best community in the world as. Little as $3 a month gets you an extra waiver wire show, access to Brodo leagues, proven DFS cash game optimizers, access to cheat sheets, private team consultations, uh, unique fantasy tournaments and leagues, and access to the greatest community in the world, not just the fantasy world, the Brodo community on Discord. If you enjoy the show, if you enjoy the app, if you enjoy the series, please consider joining. Your contributions go a long way. Now, today, we are going to jump into the Bears. Not, on, not looking good. Not looking good at all. Matt Eberflus is the brand new head coach. He was the defensive coordinator for the um Colts previously. Um, now you know, some would say if you have a young quarterback and you've been hiring defensive coordinators for a few for <laughs> A while, although I guess Matt Nagy was offensive. whatever Matt Eberflus, you know, I'm not saying he's not a good coach or not a he's not a good guy. And I'm not saying that everyone wanted this job, but damn, Um, if you're a Bears fan, you have to be a little disappointed that you didn't go for an offensive mind with the the young quarterback at, at toe. Um, but they do have a young offensive mind in Luke Getzi, who's the offensive coordinator. Uh, the last two years, he was the passing game coordinators and quarterbacks coach for the Green Bay Packers. Uh, he was a quarterback's coach for three years, excuse me, for the Green Bay Packers. Um, before that, he, he was at Mississippi State where he was the offensive coordinator. Before that, he was at the Packers for four years as wide receivers coach. So all over the Packers offense and now going to the Chicago Bears. Um, this is a completely different situation uh, than we had. so I'm not going to go over last year's stats. Um, they don't really matter because Justin Fields was only the was not the starting quarterback for most of the year and it just you know that's it doesn't matter because it's a brand new brand new situation. Uh, some of the people they lost gi- uh, lost gained uh, or, or in the above. Jimmy Graham, the tight end is no longer there. Jason Peters, The left tackle is no longer there. They also had a a bunch of uh, different uh, defensive losses. Uh, This team is gearing up for a terrible season. I'll tell you that. I'll tell you that Ryan Griffin, uh, the tight end, comes over from the Jets. Nikhil Harry comes over in a trade from the Patriots. Byron Pringle, wide receiver from the Chiefs, comes over as well. They also side and guard Lucas Patrick. James O'Shawn Hennessy, your favorite dude, is also added to the Bears. Darrington Evans, the running back who was everyone's Twitter favorite because he mentioned uh, fantasy football one time on Twitter. Um, Tajay Sharp comes over from the Bears as well. Trevor Simeon, uh, Dante Pettis. They're just taking a, a, a yeah, shot. Guys.
1: We're huh? We're good with these names, man.
0: I mean, I got to say who's on the team. <laughs> the fuck? Like, they, Dallas they're, Jones. I mean... Now that's that's the rookie situation. Yeah. Dallas Jones is the they also have Equinamia St. Brown. You're gonna make me you're make me switch to the same round, but well, they also signed David Moore from the Packers. All right. All right. They lost Jakeem Grant. Okay, Michael. Is that okay with you? Is it okay that I'm mentioning these things? They lost, hey,
2: bro. You forgot.
0: They lost Damian Williams to the Falcons. All right. And of course they lost Allen Robinson to the Bears, which is the big one. And Marquise Goodman to the Seahawks. To the Rams. Yeah.
1: But yeah. To the Rams. Yes. So
0: lots of turnover, a bunch of shit that made the team worse. This team is not making it like what a travesty this fucking team is. To be honest, I would be a, I'd be a, it's a shame. It's shameful what they're doing to Justin Fields and I I don't even want to talk about it. Justin Fields. Look, go ahead. Justin
1: Fields Justin Fields was not good last season and Make all the excuses you want. That's just a fact. And that's not to say he can't get better, right? Like Trevor Lawrence and Zach Wilson were also bad last season. But the excuses that Justin Fields get, there's like a, a Justin Fields apologist committee. I swear everyone like if they like Justin Fields before the draft, they act like last season never even happened. There's a crazy confirmation bias plastered everywhere from the pro Justin Fields people out there we were just acting like his rookie season never happened. He actually started 10 games Tim, which was more than I remembered him starting. Um he threw t- 10 interceptions in that time to just seven touchdowns. And look, during that time he was sixth in rush attempts, fifth in rushing yards among QBs and that's where his that's where everyone is like, yeah, he's going to be running a lot. He had four QB1 performances because of his legs, but he also had five performances outside the top 24 was points per game outside the top 24. And what did the Bears do to help him? They signed Byron Pringle, Equanimia St. Brown, drafted college special teamer Vellis Jones. Like, they let Allen Robinson walk. He had an 11.8 sack percentage last year as well. Sacks, obviously, are an offensive line stat, but they're also a quarterback stat. That's the worst of any quarterback since Dwayne Haskins, RIP Dwayne Haskins. Like, he he, he gets sacked too much, he holds the ball a lot. He has a really bad supporting cast. People are drafting Justin Fields. His ADP right now is QB seventeen in the hopes that he could run for like hundred yards a game. It's like it's, I don't know, man. Like at QB seventeen, like Trevor Lawrence got at least the Jaguars. The, Travis ctN's coming back. They signed Kirk and Jones and Evan Ingram. They tried to help him. The Jets brought in offensive line help: Garrett Wilson, Yuzuma and Conklin. The Bears Brees were all. just like Brees Hall. The Bears are just like, oh, oh well. Justin Field is all right, and and, and let's not actively
0: forget- removed weapons from him, like not yeah. just remove actively removed it and then took a took a bunch of flyers. Like the reason why I told you about all those wide receivers that were added, uh, they just have a bunch of flyers and a bunch of dudes that
1: have been mediocre for years. Yeah, and look, if you're in a two QB league and you want to take or a superplex league and you want to take upside shot on Fields. You just know it's going to be a very bouncy ride. Like he'll have games where he rushes a lot and is a good fantasy asset. He's going to have games where he's trash and he's going to be outside the top twenty-four, just like he was his rookie season. Like anyone drafting him thinking he's going to be a viable QB one weekly starter, I think they're wrong. Um, I'm just not a I'm not into Justin Fields this season as anything more than like a streamable volatile quarterback in the right situations. Like if you want to pair Justin Fields with like Kirk Cousins. And play the matchups there, maybe that makes sense, but then you gotta carry two quarterbacks. Just there's there's too many people. Like someone tweeted the other day, I forget who it was, but goodness gracious, Justin Fields has a higher ceiling than Russell Wilson, Aaron Rodgers, and someone else. And I was like, Well, Bro, you suck stop. at fantasy football. Stop. Yeah. Like, all right, <laughs> you, you suck at fantasy football. Please join my league. Like, and that's that's the stuff people like to yeah. share as analysts, because you know, if they're wrong. Oh, uh, I mean, you know, it was bold. If they're right. Yeah, look what I tweeted this time last year. So, don't go after bullshit uh, like that. It was
0: fu- it's funny. And if you know if someone's listening to this right now and you and we, you think we're talking about you, sorry about that, but this one in particular, I forget who it was, and it could be someone who's a fan of ours. That's why I want to just preface it with that. But they were like, um, they posted the ESPN rankings and I, I know though the the rankings of high school athletes and everyone had Arch Manning as number one, except ESPN, number two. And someone retweeted it and was like, ESPN's finally getting bold. It's like, but what if they're just wrong? Like, you're giving them credit? Like, everyone else thinks this guy's number one. They're saying number two, like... I know it's not a big difference, but if they're wrong, like that's not them being bold; it's just them being wrong to an obvious right For answer. For
2: clicks,
1: I'm I'm right. ranking Archie Manning as number one just because of his Arch. just Arch Manning, just because he's a Manning. I don't I don't know about high school not- footballers, but sign me up. He's got, the, right. he's got
0: a Manning frame, bro. He looks like yeah. a Manning in his build, like long neck and his shoulders. Like I just need to
2: see the forehead and I'll, to, I'll let you know.
0: Yo, the Mannings all have con- like really conspicuously not broad shoulders. Like their necks just continue all the way down to their torsos. Uh, maybe that's why they, they have such strong arms. Um, but let's get into who he's oh, throwing man. to because I think it's Darnell Mooney and no one else in terms of the wide receivers. We'll talk about tight ends in a bit, but – I mean, it's got to be Darnell Mooney. And like, there's yeah. no reason to even consider anyone else at all. Nikhil Harry, no. Konami, St. Brown, and these guys. Like, there's nothing, there's no reason to even. Byron Pringle,
2: bro.
1: Byron Sleeper. Pringle. Once you pop, people forget he's old as balls already. Like, a yeah, old. yeah, yeah. That, that,
2: <laughs> that's a joke, by the way. More like
0: deeper. Byron Wrinkles. Oh, Ew. Anyway. yeah.
2: Yeah, he, he he has that wide receiver 101 ADP, uh, Pringle does. So that should tell you all you need to know. Yeah. Um, well, 101
0: sounds like you're saying first pick in the draft 100. No, no, no,
2: wide receiver 101. Imagine like, 100 number plus. one
0: overall pick, Byron Pringle. Byron
2: Pringle, no, but like, I, I want to highlight how inefficient these bears were, and I'll we'll get to that one ah, as well. But uh, Darlon Mooney had a 25.8 target share, that was wow, insane. Big. Sixth overall in target share, 10th overall in total targets. He was 10th in total targets. He was 31st in points per game. Wide receiver 25. Not even good for a wide receiver 2. He was a wide receiver 3 with top 10 uh, targets. That's ridiculous. And li- yeah. Like Mike pointed out, that's, uh, that's mostly Justin Fields because he started, was it 10, 11 10 games? games? 10 games. 10 games last season. That's the majority of games. You're, I guess you're getting a, an example, but 31st in points per game when he had uh, the... the 10th most targets and sixth best target. Shit. That's insane. That's insane. See, it makes That's sense. It's true.
0: And he outperformed his true target value, his 49th in true target value. So he, although so he's numbers a good player that he put up, right? He he overperformed compared to what Justin Fields was giving him to work with,
2: right? Right. So true, uh, true target value for those who don't know is we it takes account who's throwing the ball. And he was, uh, Tim said 49th, uh, 47th, 47th. So that's where he was expected to finish in points per game. And he killed that. He finished 31st. So that's where you can see that the player is still good, but the the opportunities he's getting are so bad that it still makes him a bad pick. And nothing's changing here. So he has, he's the wide receiver one, but uh, with terrible opportunities. And then the other options are Byron Pringle, Vilos Jones, Nikhil Harry. We've seen Nikhil Harry. And then for Vilos Jones, what we haven't seen, we do have some comps from the app, and, and his comps are uh probably no names, right? No, actually names you recognize, but uninspiring at best. So we have uh Terry McLaurin, Paris Campbell, TJ Graham, uh Kadarius Tony, which is which is funny, and uh Greg Little. But it's better uh, than I
1: expected, I'm not gonna
2: lie. Yeah, yeah, but, be, but that's because he's like 25. He yeah. he played a lot in college. He's a a, a senior, and and Kane just came out. That's not what you want to see. Like uh, I think, pretty sure they have zero, no one top twenty four performance between the five in, in their careers. So yeah, uninspiring at best is where I'm going to leave it. Yeah. Uh, I, if you're looking just, at
0: sorry, if you're looking at Mooney too last year, he was up and down to the point of. He was only a wide receiver one, and consider this, he had 25% of the target share. He was only a wide receiver one three times. Uh, to put that into perspective, he finished outside the top four wide receiver seven times. So he was up and down, but he was down more than he was up.
1: Yeah, I mean, that's a Justin Fields issue, too. Like, you, the hope is Justin Fields gets better his second season in the league, which I'd expect him to at least improve a little bit. Um, but yeah, for all those reasons, I do think Darnell Mooney is more of a pass at ADP for me. Um, I know there's a lot of people who love Darnell Mooney and all this, but like I've drafted him a few times in uh, best ball leagues, but only once he was past his ADP and I was like, all right, let me get a few shares just in case, you know, Justin Fields and Mooney end up being better than than I expect them to. But like in a redraft league, like your home league, something like that, if it's one big league, like he's not someone I'm like actively targeting right now. I will also say this. The
0: Chicago Bears currently project to have the, even with their draft pick, the second worst offensive line in the league. So you're talking about the second worst offensive line in the league with a second-year quarterback who struggled with Darnell Mooney and a bunch of mystery men. Not good so far. And we're going to get to the running backs, but first, let's take a break. We're going to go to our Brodo tip of the week. Our uh, day, excuse me. I'm so used to doing these weekly episodes. We got daily episodes, baby. 32 and 32. Um, Brodo tip of the week, day. I did it. I, I just explained... Why I shouldn't make that, and then I made Goodness that. Goodness gracious, Tim! That was that was just me. That was just me. If you know me, that didn't surprise you. Um, with that being said, Broto comps one of my favorite features of the app. Uh, Cast, why don't you take us through it? Yep,
2: this is uh, one of my most ambitious and, and and better projects where we take college stats and their rookie stats. Uh, for the case of of, of sophomores and and all the players, only rookie stats for, I'm sorry, only college stats for the rookies. And you generate comps. Like, who is this player similar to? So for players that uh, maybe don't watch college college football or don't know who to draft in their fantasy league, this is huge. Like, I'm the one of those uh, people that doesn't watch college football. So if you check Garrett Wilson, who are his comps? Who is he similar to? What can we expect? We can expect uh, Jerry Judy, Corey Coleman, Percy Harvin, uh, Sterling Shepard, Nelson Aguilar. So not the best, but also you can see he's not terrible, right? That's that's the point. Get an idea of what type of player he is, what kind of uh let's see output you can expect. Let's see Mooney, all right.
0: Yeah, let's see, let's see Mr. Mooney here. So as you can see, you could pull you put anyone you want.
1: Another thing for the uh
2: <sighs> Yeah, that's, that's a little with, rough.
0: Even with a good
2: year last year. But, but I mean, it wasn't account... his rookie year. That's yeah. not taken into account. We only right. uh, check right. rookie year. Right. Shepherd right,
1: and so. Woods are, are pretty solid, and even Al out had a yeah. year or two. But I was gonna add the thing about these comps too is that they they aren't all ever. It's, these are unique because every other like comp site you see is he's 6'5". Oh look, he's compared to a six five tight end. They have to be good because they're tall. No, right. this is very much statistically based as well. Of course. So you get like Darnell Mooney and. Like they'll compare a shorter wide receiver to a bigger wide receiver because these wide receivers, yeah, like Allen Hearns is six three, Darnold Mooney's five ten or five eleven. They get compared because this is a statistic breakdown. It's not really a look, he's five eleven, he's five eleven. They must be
2: similar. Like I mean, and, and that's not to say we don't take into account height or weight at all. We do. No, of course but they, yeah. it's, it's just uh it's it's Part of the part of the equation, right? We take all right. these stats, all these measurables, all these everything, and each gets a, a weight based on how predictive it is. And height's not like super predictive, so it right. doesn't have a lot of weight. Exactly. And, and, and then we take, uh, like, after the weights, we take the two most similar, or like, sorry, the five most similar players with a Euclidean distance, if you if you want to get technical. And that's what this percentage represents: how close they are to one another in all these weighted categories. Right. So you got people yeah. like
1: people like jeff janice who people loved for years because you know he's tall and big and that means he must be good look at his comps of tall big players as right. if if you're tall and big you have to be a great fantasy player jeff janice isn't going to be on this or Nikhil yeah, harry no, no, no. Nikhil harry? Harry.
0: harry someone that um is, is on the chicago bears as well
1: not yeah, great so. Yeah, so you see well, like, he, had a, he had an abysmal rookie season. But we which, saw a lot of people, yeah, yeah, but right. we
0: saw a lot of people comping Nikhil Harry to Des Bryant because 6'2, 225.
2: I, I, I'm not gonna lie. I checked uh just out of curiosity one day how Nikhil Harry comped if you take out his rookie season, he was much, he had much a, better, bro. Yeah, he was, I mean he was uh, a, a strong prospect. Buster. Yeah, he yeah. was a model buster.
1: Yeah,
0: well didn't work out, and now our nope. models predicted it's, the loss. The model's better for it. Right. Yeah, this, isn't they was happening. This, isn't sh- this isn't as short as an episode I would uh, is expect because I'm about to fight with you guys, I think. Oh, no. David Montgomery, I am a huge, huge pass on David Montgomery this year. I just think that you have a guy here in David Montgomery, and we're talking about running backs right now. You have a guy who has been inefficient, who has not lit the world on fire, who, yes, has had good games, but for the most part is underperformed, has never been the receiving threat that they want him to be now you have a new coaching staff that has no loyalty to you. you have a kid in Khalil Herbert who outperformed you in this in when he had the chance. you have uh, the worst second or at least second worst according to P- PFF offensive line coming into 2022. you have Justin Fields who's going to rush the ball himself. none of that. And you're gonna have a weak offense that's gonna pass the ball a lot. You're not gonna score a lot. None of that makes me want the running back on that team. Even yeah. I mean, you could put CMC on this fucking team, and I'd be like, ah, I've got to wait till third <laughs> round. <laughs> like for real though. Like I, for like, yeah, doesn't man. even matter. I'm I'm being a little bit, I'm, I'm exaggerating a little bit, but facetious. Like we're already we're talking about like a guy who's already not good in a, in a who's proven now he's a mediocre running back in every metric. And you're putting him in a terrible situation. And you expect him to be good. It doesn't make any sense to me. I think I think there's a chance Khalil Herbert takes over the starting role by the end of the year. I really do believe that because I mean, there's no loyalty. And David Montgomery has been mediocre at best.
1: Look, David Montgomery is David Montgomery is David Montgomery, right? Like, he is who he is. He's perfectly fine, and that's about it. He's a 1,000% a safe pick. You're not drafting David oh, Montgomery as a league winner disagree what? i disagree i think he's the opposite right. of safe sorry go ahead i mean i think he's a safe pick i, I don't know where you're coming out with khalil harbert taking over a job because he had a couple of good games when montgomery got hurt but relax there Ain't
0: no loyalty here david Bro, montgomery if you was, look at if you look at these stats by david montgomery they're just like roll my eyes he was ninth in rushing attempts and literally nothing else it, it jumps off the page at all he was 58th in points per opportunity excluding touchdowns he was 61st in yards per carry, he was 21st in receiving yards. He was 27th in through chart tr- true
1: target value. Man, he had 10 of 12 games last season at the top 30 RB. If that's not consistently average and safe, I don't know what to tell you. You
0: picked him in the se- second round. That's not safe. That's losing. A, a, I mean, third round. Excuse, excuse me.
1: Third round. Like that's not safe. That's losing your league. I don't, I'm confused as to what you're arguing with me about. Because, like, David, I don't really like David Montgomery. All I'm saying is that you can't get, like, if you're choosing him, it's because you're choosing safety and not upside, and I don't choose players like that. Like, I'm not picking David Montgomery either. I just, I, I feel like you're uh, you're arguing with, like, yourself at this point. All I'm saying is if you, to say he's not safe is a little crazy. That's all I'm saying. He's a safe pick. He had, like I said, 10 of 12 games, a top 30 RB option. Like he was RB 15 in points per game last year. He was actually seventh in 2020, but people, I see people pointing to that as like upside, but that was when Terry Cohen got injured right before the season started and they didn't really have a backup option. And DeMont was funneled targets because of that. He, he had 68 targets in 2020, only 51 last year. This target percentage dropped down from 11 to 9.4%. Uh, he was a B fantasy grade last season. He's a B fantasy player, right? Like, if you want to draft him as your RB two, whatever. I'm I'm not really interested in it. Like unless he drops a round or two past ADP, David Montgomery is not someone I'm ever really interested. In just because I want more upside out of the guys
2: I'm drafting. I'm surprised Tim Tim's so adamant about this because he's basically Josh Jacobs, bro. Like
0: exactly. I hate Josh Jacobs.
2: Exactly. Exactly.
0: I don't like any of them. I don't like either Wait, of these
2: guys. Are we all agreeing ja- here? I'm confused. Yeah, I, think yeah, so. I, I think so. I think so. We're
0: all passing on David Montgomery. <laughs>
1: Generally, yes. yes.
0: Yeah. Well, I'm just doing it with more fervor. All right, because like, <laughs> fuck this guy. Like, he's he's just, dude. I'm I'm sorry, but they was like, yo, oh, this is the next Kareem Hunt, and I fucking yeah, no. I ate the poison of he's the next Kareem Hunt, and then this happens. He sucks. He's yeah, been I've never, a suck.
2: I've never. Uh, he's I've been never a suck, Montgomery,
0: and like he he gets some good. He's in the top thirty every once in a while because he gets crazy volume, but if that volume goes away, what are you left with? And I don't, and you're not. I don't know. This isn't Matt Nagy. You're not guaranteed that volume like you used to be in the past. Something that I am interested in is Cole Komet. Now, Cole Komet did not score a touchdown last year. But that's got to change, right? And young quarterback, not too many weapons, safety blanket. I I think Cole Komet has a chance here. Well, how do you guys feel about Cole Komet?
2: Uh, it, it comes back to who's throwing the ball, right? Because yeah. – he does have a pretty elite target share. If you look at him, it was, uh, I think, 6th uh, amongst tight ends. Let me check my my, my numbers. It was 8th in total targets, 7th in target share. So 17.2 target share. That's very, very good for for a tight end. But we see the, the Darnell Mooney example where so that's not good enough on the Bears. He was top in all those volume categories. But uh, when you look at the, the efficiency, 28th in points per opportunity uh, touchdowns, 27th in true target value. And he did uh like outscore those those that st- uh statistics by not by a lot. He was 25th in points per game, but that's where you see the a little bit of the talent coming through. Maybe if he scored uh 3 4 touchdowns that would bump him up to uh 20 20. Let's say 20. That's still not good enough for a tight end. That's awful. And he's being drafted as tight end 13 right now per sleeper. And not even a tight end one is mediocre, and I don't think he's going to reach tight end 13 with all due respect. I do like the guy. Uh, I think he's in a terrible situation right now.
1: I'm with you, Cass. Cole Komet's ADP is, like, very confusing to me. People are just expecting this breakout as if last year. Last year should have been the breakout right, from a right. target standpoint. Come like on. 93 targets. He's a That's co- eight. He's a rookie. Tim.
0: He's a rookie. He was not, not a no, second he, he, he was a sophomore. He was a
1: second guy. Yeah.
0: Yes. Fine. He was, a second, he was a second year guy. You know tight ends take a while to Tim. break
1: out from a but from a volume perspective he saw 93 targets which was eighth among tight ends he finished with 60 receptions and 612 yards both 12th among tight ends he had the 12th most receptions and the 12th most receiving yards and finished 25th in PPR points he, per game he didn't get among he didn't tight catch ends a touchdown. he did not catch a touchdown correct so Justin that's not going to happen threw again seven touchdowns in 10 games are we expecting Justin Fields to throw more than like 18 touchdowns this year i don't know if he will his Vegas over under here's like a, it can not be that much higher
0: here's what you're missing though Target percentage, seventh in the league. I that's yeah. not what I'm missing at all. I just Red's, said that red zone opportunities, eleventh in the league. That is something that you build on. That's something Except that's called a build. A
2: target, quote me for uh, some true target value, bro. That's that's so what like 20, interests me right now. Twenty fifth, I believe
1: is true. Twenty eighth, twenty seventh, twenty seventh. So it's like is but he all these stats that say yeah he's a buy but he was the 25th tight end last year from those stats, which means he has to improve drastically to be the tight end 13. And I don't know if he's going to improve drastically from the eighth most targets, the 12th most receptions and 12th most receiving yards. Like unless you're expecting Cole Komet to be a top like five target share tight end this year. I don't know if he's going to end as like a weekly tight end option that everyone wants him to be.
0: I don't think that's out of the question.
1: Maybe you're not talking I'm about not, tight ends, man. I'd, five. I'd, I'm passing on him. If you can guarantee
0: yeah. me three to five catches out of my tight end per week, like that's more guaranteed than you're getting out of anything else. Like, and you're you're getting commitment so late. I, not I don't really. Think three to five,
1: deep. bro. Come on.
0: All right, fine. Four to six, then. If anyway, if your tight end got
1: four catches a game, you'd be hyped. If you're not taking one of
0: no, those. Really, that's 68 receptions. Hype.
2: That's
1: Cole Kmet last year, 25th yep. overall in points per game,
0: Tim. And and now he's going to score touchdowns. We'll um, okay. What's your, uh,
2: that's one. Like, say he scores four touchdowns. That's one point per game more. 1.5 points per game more. Not a game changer. Still the I same. Mean,
0: yes, but enough to get him in the top 12. Anyway. Uh,
2: doubtful. Anyway, we'll see. Anyway. Cole is
0: not my bold predictions. My bold prediction: Michael's not going to like it. He's going to think it's stupid. He's going to be like, oh, well, I think Khalil Herbert is the starting running back of the Bears by the end of the year.
1: Fight me. I'll go with... Man, I, don't, I just don't like this Bears offense. Everybody it's on like the Bears votes. offense is just massively bleh. Yeah. That's my bold prediction. No one is ever excited about starting a Bear
2: next like season.
0: Massively bleh is a oxymoron.
2: I, I'm going to build upon that because it's just kind of that, just quantifying it, right? Cass, get so, your
0: hair in the big box while you're talking about it. How about that? Uh, real, real quick. Good point. Your, they, yeah, Those the, the, locks. There you point. go. Yeah, get that yeah. hair in the big box.
2: Anyway, <laughs> so the the Bears are not going to have a running back one. They're not going to have a wide receiver one. They're not going to have a wide receiver two. They're not going to have a tight end one at all. That's, that's a big prediction. QB1, uh, I'm on the fence. But the, the rest appeal. Yeah, the rushing appeal. Uh, that, that, that doesn't help anyone else. That's just Justin Fields. This you know, ended but, uh, up being... Sorry. Long? No, go ahead.
0: Yeah, this ended it, up being it, one of our longer episodes. Yeah, uh, at Broto FF Tim, at Broto FF Mike, at Broto FF Casanova, at BrotoFFJason, psychwardFF, at BrotoFantasy, at FF... by... Broto? F, F by Broto. Yeah, there you go. Um, And yeah, YouTube.com slash BrotoFantasy, all the good stuff. We're going to see you next time with a different division.
1: Later.